the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. All right, welcome back to the Dave Conklin program on News Talk 920 KVC. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave. And uh, as with all my guests, I'm really pleased to have Gretchen Reynolds join us. She is an award-winning journalist who writes about the science of exercise and health. Her Washington Post column, Your Move, and her book, The First 20 Minutes, give insight to the importance of movement that studies show ward off, excuse me, ward off heart disease and many other ailments that can befail us as we move through life stages. Her writings are not a how-to, they are a why-to. So, way, uh, that's right, she's in, in Mountain Standard Time. Welcome, Gretchen Reynolds, to the Dave Conklin Show in San Luis Obispo. Thanks so much for having me. Well, and um, remind me, uh, what state are you in? I, I'm actually in New Mexico. Oh, that's right. That's right. I I, I love New Mexico. I, I told you that's right. <laughs> Sopapillas. <too>. Yeah. <laughs> Sopapillas with Christmas sauce. Oh, my God. So does it take a lot to be healthy? <laughs> it, it, it shouldn't. No, it actually should be really simple. Um, the, the things you need to do to be healthy really are just so basic eat of a healthy diet don't eat a huge amount and get up and move around just a little tiny bit the one of the really big breakthroughs in exercise science since i've been writing about this which is 20 years is that scientists have really come to understand that it only takes a little bit of movement to have a profound effect on your health. That's a few steps a day, a few minutes a day. The the book that I wrote, which is called The First 20 Minutes, is all about the fact that if you haven't been doing anything, you will get by far the biggest bang for your buck in the first 20 minutes of moving. Everything else is gravy, really. Hmm. Well, that's contrary to the concept of of any other theory about exercise. I mean, most of it shows that you really got to bust it and sweat and grueling for there to be no, benefit. No, no, you really don't. And, and that's such a misconception. It makes me actually a, a little bit frustrated that people think they have to go for a run, they have to be training for a marathon, that that if they're already out of shape and perhaps a little overweight, that there's nothing they can do. None of that is true. And again, the science is really clear on this. You can become much more fit whether you ever lose a pound or not. And becoming more fit, no matter what your weight, is really strongly associated with living longer, living better, with having a much longer health span, which is more important than your lifespan. It really means that if you get up and move around, you're far more likely to live more years and to live them with less disease, less mobility problems. And again, that starts with just a few extra steps. 
one one of the things that I've written about so many times is this idea of 10,000 steps is just nonsense. It's really widely spread, but it's based on pretty much no science at all. The, the best science shows that 2,000 steps more a day actually has an impact on how long you're likely to live, whether you develop a whole series of diseases. And if you can manage between six and 7,000 steps a day, which is not very many, that that's less than four, four miles a day of every kind, um, getting up and walking around your bedroom, that that can reduce your risk of dying by dying early by probably 50%. It's just really profound. Mm, that really is. Well, good. See, I'm thinking now, if I'm sitting on the, on the couch watching TV, and I get up and walk to the refrigerator to get a beer, and then I come back to the couch, I just exercised. I moved. So it's no harm done by the beer. I'm joking. Uh, it, it, it does. <laughs> Actually, though, that does count. <laughs> I'm, I, yes, I, you somewhat I'm... undercut it with the beer, but the steps <laughs> do count. <laughs> so there's a scientific study that shows that just some movement, rather than saying staying sedentary and, and just sitting there, you can, if you just move around, it's the first 20 minutes uh, of, of exercise, and now I'm saying two different things, because you're saying one, just move around and that helps, but also with exercise, it doesn't have to be a grueling long thing just just the first 20 minutes will will uh, give you the benefits and not only that but it doesn't have to be 20 minutes all at one time there's also very good evidence that breaking up your movement throughout the day going for a whole bunch of five minute walks is probably even better for you because it actually helps you do things like control your blood sugar a little better it gets you up off the chair just getting up out of your chair has an effect immediately on health getting up from your chair walking around your office walking around the living room walking around the block all of those really count, really accumulate. And again, th- this isn't just my opinion. Th- this is the absolutely established science at this point, is that even an extra thousand steps a day, which is nothing, you might think that sounds like a lot, but that would be walking around the block, can mm-hmm. contribute really significantly to better health, a likely longer lifespan, and much less risk for all sorts of diseases, starting with heart disease, diabetes, dementia, obesity, all of them. Hmm. And so weight is not the barometer of our fitness. Um, You're saying that if a person has some extra pounds, that's okay. As long as they're moving around, they're going to get benefit. Yes, absolutely. In fact, that's another place where scientists have put a lot of effort into this because they wanted to see if, I I hate this term, but it gets used a lot, whether you can be fit and fat. And what it does come down to is, yes, you can. You can have very good aerobic fitness no matter what your weight is. And if you have good aerobic fitness, then you are much more likely to live a longer, disease-free life, no matter what 
you weigh. Mm-hmm. And one thing that even small amounts of movement tends to do is actually make your fat tissue healthier. That, that's something people don't think about is no. you can have healthy fat tissue or you can have relatively unhealthy fat tissue. And unhealthy fat tissue releases a lot of chemicals that are not good for you. Healthier fat tissue does not. And the more you exercise, the healthier your fat tissue gets. So then it doesn't matter whether you ever lose it or not. Mm-hmm. It, 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 that the lesson is, no matter what shape you're in now, if you get up and move around a little bit, you start to add to your fitness pretty quickly. And even with a little bit of movement, you start to get healthier really fast. Mm-hmm. If you did just happen to join us here on the Dave Congleton program, this is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave. And our guest is Gretchen Reynolds. And you can uh, see her work at Gretchen dot rentals at the washingtonpost.com she has a washington post column called your move and also her book is the first 20 minutes and i think what you just now said is very very important is that when you say 20 minutes of exercise you don't have to dedicate that 20 minutes all at the same time and get your heart rate up to a certain amount just getting up and moving even in increments is something that will help the body the the um, current formal exercise guidelines for people from the um, Centers for Disease Control say two minutes at a time is perfectly fine. If you mm-hmm. can get up and move around for two minutes, that's great. Mm-hmm. It all counts. Mm-hmm. And the more often you can do that during the day, the better, because it has two effects. One is it, it is exercise, and the other is it gets you out of a chair. Mm-hmm. And sitting turns out to be really bad for us. Mm-hmm. Even if you exercise and then you sit the entire rest of the day, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. So the more you can just get up out of your chair. If you're on the phone like I am right now, I'm actually walking around my office. Uh You can do it whenever you're doing something else. Walking meetings are a great idea. Go out and play with your kids outside. Run with them for two minutes at a time. All of that is going to turn out to be really good for you. Mm. And you don't have to think of it as exercise. Right. Right. It can all just be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that is just great information. Gretchen, we have to take a break. Everybody, you're listening to the Dave Congolin program on Hometown Radio Station News Talk 920 KBEC. This is Gary J. Freiberg. We've got to take a quick break. and We'll be right back. We've got a lot of stuff to cover about this, so stay with us. We're going to be right back. Welcome back to Hometown Radio News Talk 920 KVC and 96.5 FM. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave and so happy that you're here. And I'm so happy to have Gretchen Reynolds. Honestly, I, I, I have more questions than we have time for. Her column, Your Move, is in the Washington Post. Her book, The First 20 Minutes, and uh, gives insight to the health benefits of just having movement. That exercise doesn't have to be grueling. And uh, then, you know, when I prepared 
heard this, I realized how long I was sitting and I thought, I got to stand up. I got to, I'm got to just walk around the house just a little bit and get my blood going. So you made me aware of the importance of doing that while I was preparing, uh, preparing our questions. So would you say then, um, I mean, to put emphasis, gardening, would gardening count as exercise? <laughs> Absolutely. It's actually included in a super long list of every kind of physical activity that you could do that that is maintained by the Centers for Disease Control. Um, It's considered physical activity. Anything that you do that moves your body counts. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, something a lot of people think is, I think I can't exercise. They think, I'm not coordinated, I don't have time, whatever. The fact is, all you need to do is find something you like to do. If that means going for a walk, that's great. Don't call it exercise. Call it a way to procrastinate from work. Call it a (laughs) way to catch up with your friends. Exercise as a term is something a lot of us hate. And I, I, I admit it, I'm, I, I'm not super fond of telling myself I have to go exercise, but I love to walk my dogs. So we walk several times a day. I run with them in the morning. It's my time to get outside, see the trees, see the sunrise. All of those things count as exercise but you don't have to call them that. Mm-hmm. Yes, because of, of the word, how it's associated with grueling and sweat and pain. You know, this is... It, this, yeah. Yes, and, and skinny people wearing Lycra and all of those things. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's very unfortunate because all of us fundamentally, almost every person can find some way to be active. And and I know for some people that can sound overwhelming, and and there are some people who have disabilities that make it very difficult, but even then there often are ways that you can find. If walking is hard, then maybe swimming would work if you have access to a pool. Biking can be more fun than running for a lot of people. Going to the the local animal shelter and asking if you can walk the dog is a great way to both Mm -hmm. find social activity, do something good, and get a great workout. Mm -hmm. Even Mm -hmm. if it's for 10 minutes, it's all really good for you and, in this case, good for the dogs. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I know the answer to this, but I'm only asking it for emphasis. Is it ever too late to start? No, no, absolutely. And I've been writing all this month in the Washington Post about the whole idea that it's never too late to start and still benefit. I wrote just a week or so ago about a 93-year-old rower who is now a four-time world champion. He never exercised in his life until he was 73. Mm. started then. He now has the aerobic fitness of a 40-year-old, and he is 93. He's still rowing. I wrote about a study of people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s who were asked to start weight training. They had never done any weight training. 
scientists weren't even sure if they would benefit, and it turned out they added a lot of strength and muscle mass, even the people who were in their 90s. So, again, it is never too late. Mm -hmm. If you're worried about it, find a trainer who works with older people to make sure that you're training correctly, especially with some of the weight training. But your body is permanently what scientists call plastic, meaning it can keep changing. It can keep adapting. It can get stronger. It can get fit, mm-hmm. even if you're in your 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I mean, the fitness trainer is one avenue that one can do, but um, I mean, standing is healthy. Standing is healthier than sitting, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Standing desks are a good idea if you have one. Just anything that gets you up out of a chair is better than sitting. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's easy enough to do. You don't need any special training for that. You don't need anybody, nothing to do. Tell us about the fitness age calculator that you recently wrote about. That That's a really interesting concept that you're fitness age, which is basically your biological age, can be different than your chronological age, which is how many birthdays you've experienced. And what scientists have found is that your your aerobic fitness is a really good indicator of how long you're likely to live, and the higher it is, the better. And so using some very complicated algorithms, they figured out that just Four measures of your current sort of uh, state of fitness can be used to tell you your fitness age. And that means if you know your height, your weight, your resting heart rate, which is really easy to find, you just sit quietly for 15 seconds, measure your pulse during the 15 seconds and multiply it by four. That's your resting heart rate. Mm -hmm. And then some measure of how often you exercise. If you put those into this online calculator, which was developed by exercise scientists, it's based on really rigorous information, it will tell you if your fitness age is higher or lower than your current chronological age. And if it's higher, if you're a 50-year-old with a 65-year-old fitness age, then you're at much higher risk of things like heart disease and diabetes and, frankly, of of dying young. Yeah. Uh, um, Of course, I liked it because... And I think I've earned it, but my fitness age was seven years younger than my chronological. So, <laughs> See, that, that, then that's that's excellent because if it is younger, that does suggest that you're likely to live longer than someone who, whose fitness age is higher. Yes, is there an easy way um, for us to to tell listeners on on where to go to uh, check their fitness age? Um, the, the easiest way is if they go to my column um, at the um, Washington Post. We have a link to the current version of the Fitness Age okay. Calculator that was developed by scientists actually in Norway and is by far the the best and the most scientifically validated of any of the online calculators that you can find. It, it's totally free. It, it's No one makes a profit from yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and there is a link to it on 
uh, within my column. And um, uh, Gretchen's column is called Your Move. Uh, and again, that's on the Washington Post, Your Move. And then uh, her book is the, the first 20 minutes. Um, so you've already said it. Benefits of a low fitness age, obviously, that reflects that your body is in good shape. How long does it take if someone wants to start moving around more often? How long does it take for the body to get benefits? <laughs> in about the first minute. Uh, wow. But but if you want to see, and that's serious because the minute you start moving around, you get things like more blood flow to your brain, which has been shown to almost immediately start improving your ability to think and remember. But But if you're talking about changes to things like your aerobic endurance, your strength, if you start weight training, it, it'll be a few weeks before you start feeling different. Um, the changes underneath the skin inside your cells can start within a day, several days, hmm. uh, and then they accumulate. If you want to see a change in your your fitness age, you're probably talking about at least a few weeks to start getting more fit, but you really should start feeling better almost immediately and that's the, the really great news about this is whatever shape you're in now whatever age you're at now whatever weight you're at now the science is really clear if you get up and move even a little bit more starting today you will begin to get healthier right away mm-hmm. Which is just so comforting, and especially now that our days are longer, and it's not uh, dark at a quarter till five. In California, it's uh, 5.30, so uh, that enables more time. A lot of our listeners are retired. Go walk the dog, as you say that you do uh, several times a day. So it doesn't have to be grueling. There's a lot of misconceptions. The whole idea of no pain, no gain, Gretchen is saying, "Eh, not so much. So I want to mention again that... uh, uh, Gretchen is Gretchen dot Reynolds at the Washington Post. Her column is your move. Her book is the first 20 minutes. And uh, there's a, a lot of great information out there that uh, no matter what stage of life one is in can really um, help us get a handle on it. Everybody, you're listening to Dave Conklin program on News Talk 920 KBC Hometown Radio. Coming up next is Jim Harris, uh, executive director of the Santa Monica Pier. Stay with us, please, for a couple of minutes and we'll be right back. Thank The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.